You're listening to Let's Talk Cuyahoga, a podcast that explores county initiatives and pulls back the curtain to reveal the work and the people who are driving Cuyahoga County forward. This is a special edition of the podcast that we're calling Let's Talk Back Cuyahoga. Recently, we took a deep dive into our wonderful resource, Lake Erie. We spoke with community partners about lakefront access and asked what a water-centric future might look like. We got such an amazing response to that episode, we decided to bring back Cuyahoga County's Director of Public Works and ask for some answers to some of the questions we received from listeners. I'm Don Calavini from the Communications Department, and I welcome Mike Dever back to the hot seat. Thank you so much. Hi, Don. Thanks for having me back. When you were here before, uh, we released a very cool interactive map of the lakefront access plan. And since then, I was wondering if you've received any feedback from residents or our community partners on that. Yeah, very exciting. Um, actually, after the, the great work that our communications team did, we did have a lot of feedback from the local media and actually from media outside of Northeast Ohio, advocacy groups along uh, the Great Lakes, uh, as far as uh, Wisconsin actually reached out to us to ask what, you know, they were, they were impressed to see what we were doing and uh, they tried to learn more about it. So it was just great to hear from all kinds of people about uh, this great project. Yeah, I mean, we think of Lake Erie as being kind of our lake, but there are so many communities and counties around Lake Erie and then the other Great Lakes as well. I'm sure you guys all kind of keep an eye on each other about maybe some projects and exciting things that are happening. Yeah, that's true. We've heard from uh, up uh, in the Buffalo area. We've heard from uh, around Lake Michigan. And as I had said, up in Wisconsin, so there are uh, a lot of people paying attention and looking to do improvements along their sections of a section of the Great Lakes. Well, we got a lot of feedback, so I'm hoping that we can talk about some of the specific questions that we got. Uh, Tony wrote to say that he was really happy that you have plans to remediate the Clifton Bridge, and he wants to see that become an asset. I mean, I think a lot of people have pet projects and places that they go and, and they think about ways that they can be improved. Um, he said he bikes that stretch, and the views are great from the Clifton Bridge, but it's frightening for anybody who might want to stop and take in that view because I guess the sidewalk is very narrow there and the traffic goes at a high rate of speed. So he was wondering if um, you've foreseen any way to make that bridge a place where bikers or walkers could safely stop and, and maybe take in the view. Yeah, that actually is one of our priority projects or focus projects right now. Great. Uh, we call it the Lake Clifton Connector, which uh, stretches between uh, West Clifton and Linda Street in Rocky River. Um, the project, uh, what we're really looking to do is to narrow that section of ro roadway so it, it becomes more uh, 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 biker-friendly, multimodal use for people that use bikes or just stroll through that area. Uh, specifically on the bridge itself, it is a 60-foot wide bridge, and we are going to move traffic to the south side of the bridge, one lane in each direction, which it currently is right now. The, and then the northern side of the bridge, which will be 30 feet wide, we're going to hopefully convert that into uh, areas, uh, a bike lane to go through there, but then areas where you can uh, respite, maybe uh, areas where you could stop possibly every 200, 300 feet or so, and just take in the views and uh, really enjoy it. So we have some preliminary design, but we're really going to get into the meat and potato of that design in the near future. So that section of the bridge, 
which is roughly 1,100 feet long. And we look at this as a potential linear park on the bridge where people can just stop and really take in the views, which are really, uh, you know, they're, they're outstanding. And I'd recommend anybody to go through there. Right now it is a little bit shaky because uh, it is, uh, it's, it's somewhat treated like a, a highway uh, exit ramp on that section of the bridge right now. So our, our hope is to really calm the traffic down, narrow it down, and then make room for both the bikes and pedestrians to be able to really utilize that great asset. So the extra space right now, the I'm, I'm trying to envision it, um, there's space on either side of the lanes, and you're thinking about moving the lanes just to the south and having and, and taking that space that's available and making it all on the north side. For... That's correct. Yeah, it's 32 oh. feet wide right now. And right now the, the, the walkway is roughly six feet wide on that section of the bridge. So if you can envision it going from six feet to 32, feet wide and then like having these separate landing spots maybe every 150 to 200 feet so we we envision at least five different landing spots and then we'll change out the fence line also and put some uh some decorative lighting up there so that you can actually see through out to the lake but there will be a protective barrier Oh, that's amazing. It's almost like Tony was like in, listening in your sessions or something because his ideas aligned with yours and things that are already being discussed. And he had some great ideas. Um, I just wanted to share this one with you too in his email. He said he'd like to see an attraction added to that area like a zip line or an observation space. And now all of a sudden I'm thinking people are going to want to get married there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be outstanding. As for a zip line, it's going to be part of the community engagement here as we go through the design the two cities both rocky river and lakewood are ultimately be the team that will be maintaining this so we need to be uh, mindful of what they can maintain because there will be a cost to this also so it's important to work collaboratively with them and i'm envisioning there will be additional public output to what they envision should be on that bridge the essence of the lakefront access plan was to connect access points all across our stretch of lakefront, you know, boardwalks and bike shops and kayak launching ports. Um, Josh wrote to us that he'd like to see an access point for kayakers and paddleboarders in Lakewood. I guess right now on our map, we've got um, Broad Street Landing in Rocky River or Edgewater Park. But I was wondering if and Josh was wondering if there's any plan for in between. Yeah. So uh, Rocky River. Josh is 100% correct at Brad Street Landing, which is under construction right now, and I think the final phase is, is going to be finished up towards the end of this summer. Great. That will be a landing port. port. Um, then on the Rocky River itself, there's landing there, but you have to go up the river somewhat to a Metro Parks landing point. Um, we are uh, looking at the Gold Coast area, which is close to West 117th. There's 13 high-rises, so we've already started some geotechnical engineering to look at the cliff on, on what we could possibly do there, and we're um, going to be retaining a, um, a consultant in the very near f future here to help us do further uh, preliminary engineering along that section of the Gold Coast. That could be a potential landing spot also for these watercraft in the future. 
That, again, is a discussion with the city, and then obviously those 13 high-rises, too. Yeah, so if we can get this, this public access point established, and then what kind of amenities could be down there? It could be as simple as just a walkway, or there could be picnic areas down there. There could even be a potential uh, boat slip down there. So there's a lot of thoughts out there. Cost money, mm -hmm. so we always need to be mindful of what is the budget, and then the long-term maintenance of those uh, assets if we do put them in place. Well, as long as we're on this topic, because I think this flows right into an email that we got from Mark, who is really excited about the possibilities of lakefront access. He owns, um, I'm going to do a little plug here, 41 Degrees North Coastal Adventures, so you can imagine, you know, he's invested in this, but he says he's seeing a growing number of people taking advantage of the lakefront and his concern is safety because he says in that four-mile stretch from Edgewater to Rocky River, which we were just talking about, they've got, and, and this was what I was seeing in my mind, they've got those erosion control measures um, that make it difficult for people to get off the water. So it's not just people trying to, you know, get into the water there. If somebody's out on the water and the weather turns quickly or the equipment malfunctions, um, it can be dangerous. And he said he'd love to see more pocket beaches or landing points. Um, he got a little technical about some of the uh, deposition of gravel and such, but I'm sure you know what he's getting at. And I was wondering if you could let him know if there are any plans to develop beyond what we've already talked about here. Right. Outside of the uh, Gold Coast project, um, at Lakewood Park uh, right now, it is difficult to try and land a craft at that location. But I know the city of Lakewood now is undertaking a study to put a pier in hmm. at Lakewood Park. So that is just in its, it's, in its infancy right now. But um, they are looking at other options to continue to enhance Lakewood Park. And if you've ever had a chance to go down to Lakewood Park, really amazing what they've done down there with the solstice steps. Beautiful. And that is really one of those key projects that really opened people's eyes to say, these are, you know, unique gems that we have and opportunities that we really need to take advantage of. And, and Lakewood was one of those key communities along with uh, Euclid and kind of pushing our, our, our focus back on the water. Yeah, be open to those creative ideas. I mean, the possibilities, I'm sure um, it, it took somebody with real vision to come up with those steps, but they're just such an amazing feature. If you want to take a deeper dive into all the projects across our lakefront, check out our interactive story map that details each location with descriptions, pictures, and videos. Explore the map at cuyahogacounty.us slash podcast. Tony wrote in, he's a biker, and he said he was looking for easy access to Rocky River Reservation. Um, I guess bike lanes from Clifton Bridge through Rocky River um, on Lake Road, like north and south routes, Hilliard. Is that a county decision? No, actually, all of these decisions would really come back. It's working with the partnership of the communities. Right. You know, we're fortunate enough, and under the vision of County Executive Armin Budish, he said, let's take a look at our 32 miles. But this is a collaborative effort with the communities and then those residents that live along the waterfront, too. But we have, as part of our overall project, is to look at preliminary, the, uh, the north-south routes that come into the lakefront. And we've identified 
17 county roads that come north-south into the lakefront to Lake Avenue to Lakeshore Boulevard or whatnot. So um, we envision that those are key access points also and that those, those north-south routes need to be enhanced to give others of, other people within Cuyahoga County, the other residents, an opportunity to get to the lakefront because it's just not for those of us that live along the lake. It's for all of Cuyahoga County. Yeah. In Northeast Ohio. Oh, you lucky ducks that live along the lake. Um, the cycling community is really invested in access everywhere, as has been established by some of the questions that we've gotten. Um, one came in, a, a request to establish more places that would help make commuter biking a reality. So beyond just, you know, the recreation, uh, maybe converting areas around Tower City or the arcades uh, for covered and secure bike storage, lockers, showers. I mean, that's like resort type stuff is that something that's actually being discussed actually yeah it is and you know our Cuyahoga County Planning Commission has led the effort on creating these bikeways throughout uh, Cuyahoga County and uh, if you go through their map uh, the Greenway Partners they have a a really uh, detailed map of all of those areas trying to connect together those bikeway and you know the lakefront is really only one portion of it because it goes throughout Cuyahoga County but it's important to link those areas that where there's a heavy population and obviously in downtown Cleveland there's a lot more residential growth going on in in the city proper so it's important that um, we try to continue to link those and Cuyahoga County stands ready to assist in any of these efforts. Well right you know and it's all about downtown as well you know we were really talking about Rocky River and and Lakewood but you know maybe even extending that mall uh, mall B, Mall C to the lake for pedestrians. Um, that would involve, of course, the shoreway. I know those are discussions that have been going on with the Main Avenue Bridge and the Port Authority would require some really creative thinking and engineering. Uh, but one of our listeners from the previous podcast, Dan, wrote um, saying, this seems like a very modest trade-off for a generational enhancement to our built environment. Mm. Um, that was his quote, but uh, it really got me thinking, and um, where are where are we at in that process with the lakefront downtown? Right. I think there is a lot of excitement and momentum, as um, you may have uh, recalled uh, a few months ago, the Cleveland Browns came forward with uh, trying to do some improvements around their own facility and um, uh, want to partner with the city, GCP, NOACA, and all of the, the key regional partners on trying to get that linkage between the malls to the waterfront. And so there is an active study underway right now. We've, uh, I believe it's up to uh, $20 million worth of funding has come in to study this, which includes uh, potentially relocation of the inner belt there in front of the stadium and right off the malls. So so that study is underway. We're going to continue to analyze that. This is a significant uh, project. and um, Huge. We, yeah, we need to really make sure that all the partners are in alignment with this. But as you know, our key asset here, the lake, is something that we've turned our back to for a number of years. And it's it's very uh, refreshing to see that every all of the partners collectively have, have returned our focus and said, yes, the waterfront is the way to improve, you know, Cleveland and the greater Cleveland area. Well, just based on the reaction that we got to our to 
our previous podcast, you know, the residents are really passionate about embracing the lake and the possibilities. And I was just wondering if you had any thoughts about, you know, what a citizen, what a resident of Cuyahoga County could do to support efforts or to get involved. I mean, is there somebody to write about funding or meetings to attend? Yeah. So there are meetings that are taking place, but I, if I was to tell um, the, the average person here in Northeast Ohio is just advocacy. Just continue to, to listen to what's being written about, challenge some of maybe those assumptions about what kind of improvements need to happen and, and why they can't happen in certain areas. Just get out there, get your voice heard, you know, talk to your, from your, your local uh, uh, representative, uh, council person to your mayor, uh, to your state advocacy, to your state representatives, state senators, and then to the federal level with, uh, you know, your congressional representatives. But there is, there's a lot of opportunity right now, and, and we're very fortunate at this time that there is a tremendous amount of funding that is out there. And uh, for those uh, that are really... C- collectively together, I guess I would say, meaning the community needs to be together. And right now, I believe the community is in sync right now on waterfront improvements. So this is the time to try and advance this. And uh, as for the advocacy, continue to to reach out, to participate, go on social media and share your thoughts and ideas. People are listening and uh, we want to make sure we do this right. Is there anything that people didn't ask about that maybe they'd want to know anything that's that's in the works that we can talk uh, about i um i not really i think most of you really hit the high level stuff um you know there is a whole series of other projects that are out there besides the focus ones that the county is on right now but there are other projects that they're in their infancy but you know since this focus is on the lakefront and um, everybody is getting attention right now and it's just not exclusive of the lakefront itself but along the Cuyahoga you know the towpath took nine, uh, 40 plus years to be realized and it's it's just about completed now once Canal Basin Park is put in place. So that project took a long time. I think the momentum that we're seeing on the lakefront right now is going to, we're going to see this get completed much quicker than that. And I would say in, in half the time. Love it. Well, thank you. Mike Dever from our Public Works Department, thank you so much for listening, for sending your questions and your feedback for our previous episodes. Thank you so much for answering the questions that came in. Thanks, Dawn. Really appreciate it, and welcome. I'd love to come back anytime in the near future. We might have you back. We'll see what we get on this one. You can find out more about the Lakefront Public Access Plan by visiting cuyahogacounty.us slash podcast. Let's Talk Cuyahoga explores Cuyahoga County initiatives and the people who make them happen. It's a collaboration between our communications and our multimedia teams. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you won't miss our next episode. If you have any comments or questions about this podcast or maybe a topic that you'd like us to take on in the future, we hope you'll email us at communications at cuyahogacounty.us. Let's talk Cuyahoga.